Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wrath and Glory Under the Steel Sky. I am William Orshani, and I am your storyteller, game master, whatever you want to call it, uh, for this uh, Wrath and Glory campaign. Uh, joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Remy Mera. Um, he hates everything right now because everything is horrible. Everything is pain. Uh, and Julia. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm playing Laura Elfire, the Eldari Corsair, and she hates everything because she's better than everything. Mm-hmm. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Tina, an orc pilot. She loves everything. <laughs> and Sen? I'm Sen. I'm playing uh, Saris Artinos, uh, who hates the fact that our glory resets to zero every session, but the ruin doesn't. That's because ruin really? resets. Ruin resets to the number of players every session. Oh, oh. that's still uh, significantly higher. Wait and... a minute. Are you asking for 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 parity and fairness in Warhammer? For <laughs> I don't know anything about this this system I... or setting. Even I know that one. Just you can hate something without it without an expectation that it's going to change, Jeremy. Look at the American governmental system. God damn it, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) Uh, And Jack? Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Aristarchus Dactyl, uh, tech adept of the Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, And he's just curious about everything. Uh, And Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Blair Hart, Ganger Scum, and she has equal levels of love and hate for things and austin who is playing our guest character garrison uh will not be joining us this week we'll probably be coming back next week assuming everything is going better uh but when last we left off uh the party had well one of the party had uh been present at the collapse of a significant portion of the underhive Ow. Uh, two of the party oh. Two. I was just outside the door. Yeah, two of the party have been present. Have been present at the at the collapse of a significant portion of the underhive. One of which fell a long distance under rubble. Uh, the other one jumped after them. One of the two was significantly more present. <laughs> uh, the rest of the party eventually arriving on the scene and trying to discover what had happened and who had caused it. Um with Remy having been directly uh, adjacent to the uh, mysterious uh, individual known as, uh, as I forget the names of my own bad guys for a second. Um, There's Tycho. 
as Tycho, uh, 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 known as Tycho, and the mysterious Psyker known as Jenea, uh, whose name was only garned in that conversation. Um, but after being picked out of the rubble, uh, Remy and one of the members of the Hostile Hearts, who had also been injured in the fall, were brought to the Digtinka tribe's uh, camp in the in the base of the Underhive. Um, where they were, well, where the, where, um, names are really fleeing my head right now. Uh -oh. Liara or Liana or something like that. <laughs> uh, Liana, where Liana, uh, I think was the name that I gave her. I don't write this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> That's our that, job. That will be why I, I feel you on that. <laughs> Uh, where Leon, where Liana uh, was treated, but Remy refused to be. So. Oh no, it was Layla. Layla, Layla, that was the name. Where Layla was treated, uh, but Remy refused to be. So, um, <laughs> uh, the uh, the the trio was given um, a, a large buggy, uh, not quite a truck, not quite a buggy, uh, to to bring uh, to take with them to head back up to the surface uh, uh, as a borrowed lift from. Big Mech Dig Tinker himself. Mm -hmm. um, Salt that man. Where they made their way uh, over to uh, try and find the rest of the group who was heading down to the base of the Underhive to try and find them. Uh, at which point, when they met up, uh, the loud noise and uh, presence of the of the by of the buggy appears to have attracted. Not only a group of like mutated underhive wild dogs, but also the thing that was chasing them towards you, uh, which appeared to be an amble, a very large insectile monstrosity uh, that uh, any of you who are familiar with it are fairly certain you do not have big enough guns to really penetrate its hide, uh, which led to the group uh, attempting to flee in said buggy. And we pick up there. Can I have everybody roll your objectives? As I remember. Yes. Also, oh, Black um, Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, uh, and this stream is powered by Sirenscape. There we and go. Also, um, no, I don't want. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. I, I'm trying to figure out how to delete it, and I can't. Uh, I'm. I'm banning first, and then I'm deleting. Okay. Yeah, that her. was. Well, banning deletes. Banning just did. Banning just deleted it. Apparently. Oh yeah. If you ban, if you ban a bot from your channel, it deletes all their posts. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I was. It wasn't opening up. The mod tools weren't opening up for me. But you got it. So. Yeah. I always go into the go into the dashboard just as. <laughs> Funny enough, I had just gone in. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I I just got back and I noticed that somebody was offering us, chatbot purchases. Nah. So, Hard pass. What's our, what's our objectives for this session? Mine hasn't changed. I need to. Re I'm going to reminisce about a forge world I've visited and compare it to our current location. Oh yeah, I should do that. D demonstrate the wisdom of one of your clan's traditions. Well, you're about to do that real quick because the traditions yeah. of the evil sons are go fast. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's a proud uh, tradition. I need to apply my, my 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 criminal experience to the current situation. <laughs> aren't you former? Aren't you former like law enforcement? Uh huh. Yeah, but okay. also criminal experience at the moment. I mean, that's fair. Wait, are you saying 
Jack, are you saying that that former law enforcement officers cannot be involved in crime? No, I was wondering where, where, when did you just really lean all the way into the bit and start committing to that? I'm still I mean, trying to form when I said I'm the concept of Remy's background. When I said I'm basing my character off strange days. <laughs> um, my objective I heard, is I to... heard real life, but, you know, maybe that's just me. My objective is to establish my authority using a symbol of office. Does this gun yeah, count just as a symbol of office? Yeah, just flash your badge at this thing. <laughs> That'll make it go away. Show, it's what, show it what's under your eye patch. It'll be fine. Uh, employee knowledge you learned from an earlier path of your life to the current circumstances. Uh, decry the violence and villainy of authority. Okay. What did you do in response to me establishing my authority, obviously? <laughs> <laughs> But as we as we pick up with this, we now begin our chase scene. Uh, as a as a measure of how this is going to work, um, the amble is not necessarily as fast as the vehicle, but the vehicle is going to have to try and you know avoid everything in the everything in the hive here. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be a series of challenges of each of you trying to do something to damage or slow down the amble that is currently chasing your vehicle or try and build a lead between you. And this will keep going until either the amble is somehow incapacitated or uh, you have built enough of a lead that you can effectively lose it. Uh, and we're going to start um, with the amble uh, because I'm going to spend a ruin here. <laughs> Uh, as the amble uh, reaches up, as the as the vehicle takes off, the amble sort of this massive chitinous insectile beast, looking sort of like if you crossed a silverback gorilla with like a a, a horned beetle, um, with massive clacking, um, or like an umber hulk with with massive clacking uh, mandibles uh, and these enormous claws with these like maggots. Uh, like other insectoid maggot creatures that sort of mm. just latch onto it as if symbiotes. Um, it sort of digs up the dirt with its claws as it pushes forward and rips up a piece of infrastructure from the ground, leaning forward and hurling it like a like a boulder sling at at the uh, vehicle as it tears off. Uh, I'm gonna need. Uh, uh, Tina to make me a piloting check to avoid an incoming projectile. Okay. Here we go. The end is going to be four. All right. Well, nice. that's eight. You make it. You make it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to shift those two those two sixes you've got? Heck yes. Um, can I get a lead from that? Uh, can I shift one into giving us a little bit of a head start away from this thing and one into glory absolutely so you've uh you've you've uh shifted one into glory and so as you as you as you as you look over your shoulder and see it ripping up the ground to try and throw at you uh you decide to take this as an opportunity uh and you hit the big red button right next to the pilot seat and Excellent. there's uh which activates the uh the nitrous in the engines and there's just a burst of flame out of the back exhaust pipes as the as the vehicle guns and the front wheel lifts off the ground for a second before oh, slamming yeah. back down. Uh 
uh, Remy, this hurts like hell as you're slammed into your seat. Yep. Hang on. <laughs> uh, but the Been vehicle, late. the the vehicle passes directly under the crashing boulder, which then digs up dirt and actually creates an obstacle in the amble's path as it attempts to close on you. Uh, who would like to do something now? I'm on the gun. I'd like to shoot it. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me a uh, a ballistic skill attack. Uh, your not to be an asshole, but doesn't that does that gun point backwards? Oh, it does. It's on. A, it's on. A, it's on a pintle mount. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because I feel like it had been described as sort of nailed to the side, so I wasn't sure if it had a swivel it, on there's it. There's so but... there 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 are three there are three <laughs> seats in this in this buggy. There's a there's a driver's seat. There's a secondary seat, and then there's the gunner seat, which is behind gotcha. it. On like uh, a okay. raised on like a raised platform with the God, gun, okay. with the gun on like a on like a on like a standing mount mm-hmm. that can okay. be like turned around. Sweet. To... And then you have Garrison and I who are just hanging on with our body parts for dear life. <laughs> and these are these are seats side these are seats sized for orcs, so a couple of people can fit in each seat. Con- contemplating kicking Garrison's hook to to leave some bait behind, <laughs> but instead I'm just gonna fire. Uh, uh, your target is going to be the creature's defense, which is uh, three. Okay, uh, I'm going to spin that glory for a bonus dice. And you are attacking with a big shooter. So take that glory back down to zero. Give me bonus dice. Roll. Three and get a glory. Uh, that would uh, hang on a minute. There's going to be a thing because uh, the big shooter has the war special rules. So we have to figure out what yeah. that was. <laughs> Does it apply when I'm when not an orc is shooting it? Yes, that's the question. That's the question is if it's just good for orcs or if it's also bad for non orcs. Uh, if you yeah. are an orc, gain plus one bonus die to attacks with a wall weapon. If you are wounded, you gain the attack to an extra plus one eighty. It's okay. It does not have a downside mm-hmm. if you're not an orc. Cool. Okay. So three. Uh, exactly so you do what hit. I need to hit. That is exactly what you needed to hit. Also, roll me a d sixty six because that is a critical hit. Oh right. Sixes. Yep. Nice. Eh? 143? How is that possible with a 60-60? Hang on. I'm very confused right now. What numbers applied? So it would be... It would just be Uh, 43. 43. There were modifiers Uh, that the sheet said weren't being applied to it that were being applied to it. There is my... Put a quick table. 43. Vicious vivisection. The Furion's blow causes horrific pain, dissecting the pieces of the, of the foe's body in a scene of carnage and gore. Target suffers 1d3 mortal wounds, and for every glory you spend, the target suffers an additional an additional wound. An additional mortal wound. I'll spend that one glory I just gained to give it an additional mortal wound. <laughs> uh, so, first off, we need to figure out... So, the critical effect, the critical hit only actually takes effect if the weapon manages to deal damage to it. So we need to figure out if this thing can do so. Uh, the big shooter stats. Uh, 
The resilience of the amble is 12. Mm. Yikes. So we need to see the big shooter. The big shooter does exactly 12 damage plus two extra damage dice uh, with no AP. So you need to roll those two extra damage dice. And if you manage to get any damage through, then the, th then the critical hit effect goes. Then the critical hit effect goes off. So I'm just going to hang on. Big shooter. 12 with two extra dice. Fifteen. Hey, you get so you get three damage in uh, baseline, uh, which then does trigger the critical hit effect. So they suffer one, nice. and you're spending that glory. So you're, they suffer one d three plus one uh, mortal wounds on top of that. Nice. That sounds like something that's good. So yay. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's good for us. Sure. <laughs> two mortal mortal wounds basically are just. Uh, Wounds that can't be soaked and go straight through their armor. Yeah. So is very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, mortal for, for those for those who are unfamiliar with the combat system, mortal wounds are essentially unmodifiable, unpreventable, just wounds that will go through unless you have some kind of special rule that will let you soak mortal wounds. Like an they ignore your armor and they normal and they, they ignore your armor and you normally can't roll determination to try and soak them. Unless you have something special. Um, so yeah, uh, there are three damage goes through normally and two more. So that's five wounds that are inflicted to this amble. So just grits, grits teeth, sets face in a determined grimace, brrr, and just starts unloading on it from the gunner seat. <clears throat> and yeah, as you, as you, as you unloading off and flesh flying, as you unload into this creature, uh, you can see. The uh the 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 most for the for the majority part this massive machine gun that fires bullets the size of your fist, uh most of them just spang off of this thing's massive carapace, but some of them find joints in the armor or cracks, and there are mat there are explosions and bursts of gore as it as it punches through some soft spots in the armor, uh mostly getting effective by volume of fire, but something is being done to it, and the damage does apply. Nice. Who would like to go next? I would. All right. What are you, what are you planning to do? Uh, so I, I have a question. How far actual distance is this thing from us? Uh, I'm going to say it is about, because the distance is mostly measured in units of space because of the speed value, um, we're going to say a, probably about uh, 10 <laughs> at the moment. So 10 meters. Um, okay. That's real close. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to use something, but I think instead I'm going to switch to... Oh, that'll be medium range. How does medium range affect my uh, shuriken pistol? It doesn't. Okay. Medium range is the is the expected normal range. Short range, you get a plus one die for a bonus, and at long range, you suffer penalties. Actually, no. I will. Um, I'll use my last blaster in full salvo. You're going to empty the weapon to try and get some extra extra dice. Yeah. 
Right. So add the weapon's salvo rating as bonus dice, and you will empty the weapon in your firing pack. Nice. That is enough to hit it. Okay. And you could you got at least one that you could shift if you wanted, I think, right? Yeah. You'd shift that shift one. That, you, can, you can shift yeah, it for extra damage or for glory. Extra damage. So then I put one in my DVD. Yes. Come on, you got this. Go ahead and roll the damage. Oof. Does the last blaster have any AP? No, I'm assuming. Uh, no, not a last blaster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No, it does not. So the the weapon just sort of drills into the carapace and just there's a hole there, but like it just sort of lights, it warms up a portion of its carapace, but it doesn't appear to be strong enough to deal any real damage to it. Okay, then we will uh, reload for my simple action. Yep. You would have to get... You'd have to get five extra damage on top of the base damage of the gun to try and yeah, actually so pierce on your attempt, You'd have to get five exalted icons on your roll that you could shift in order to shift enough extra damage to do even a point of damage to it. Not impossible. Uh, not impossible. It was very unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Laurel is going to start thinking of ways to... Uh, deal with this other than just killing the thing probably a good idea are you do you have the smite psychic ability i do and that's the next turn it deals <laughs> mortal wounds it's a real good one so who would like to try something next did aristarchus try and see if he can figure out any way to make this vehicle do better either make it like give it a boost on speed make sure that it's going to be better to maneuver or if god emperor forbid we take damage that it's sturdier something you're gonna try you're gonna try and make improvements to a vehicle while it's in operation on the fly sure. that technology. seems like a normal normal thing for a, a mechanicus to try and do why not all right, roll me a DN5 tech test. Okay. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> you want to re-roll? Would you like to use one of your wrath to re-roll that? Yes. Mm. Hey, there you there go. There you go. Nine. Uh, total of four yep. exalted. Uh, through, uh, there are, no, the, the, total, the total on the right is the complete total with oh, everything. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so with that, you have two exalted icons that you can shift. Um, and for shifting, that could be improved quality. I, not, I don't think this is a place where getting information is going to be helpful. Um, yeah, I'll shift two for improved quality. Hmm. I mean, you're always curious. You could always ask me a question about Orc Tech if you wanted to get information. Yeah, he's actually, weirdly enough, not focused on orc tech right now. He's focused on oh. the amble and the fact that it is literally... He could throw a rock and hit that thing, and 
he can't throw rocks very far. Um, so yeah, well, he, a mechanic is not interested in technology. Sounds like heresy to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're going to improve quality twice. Yes. So I will say that uh, this essentially qualifies as gaining some extra lead. Um, as uh, as awesome. as uh, Aristarchus sort of pulls up a back panel on the side of this machine and starts to like, these wires don't make any sense. They're not even connected to anything. What the fuck ever? I'll just follow whatever this logic seems to be. <laughs> um, and starts to maneuver wires around and starts to plug things into other things. And they're not like, color coded. It's like are you just making a rainbow sort of situation? <laughs> it's you unplug They're all the ones all that aren't red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you make it go faster is you get rid of the like the uh, opposite color. But uh you if you find like there's a there's a rudimentary power supply cable that definitely seems to be at least functioning as a power supply. So you you sort of just push fall. everything into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you slice you, it all together, bitches. You, you really you wrap you rapidly tear out some of this junk wire and plug it directly into the power line to try and reinforce and provide more flow. Uh, and immediately the engine roars even louder than it already was and, gain, and gains an amount of extra speed. I don't know what you did, but good job. Thanks, I think. <clears throat> Uh, Blair and Remy are the last two are, are the last two to uh, act in this in, in this turn. What would you two like? What would either of you like to do? Uh, Blair would like to attempt to shoot this thing. All right, roll me an attack with one of your guns. Uh, we, some of us don't have technical skills. All we have is shooting. <laughs> <laughs> All we can do is the murder. Uh, you hit it. You won't be able to shift anything because all you have are the exalted icons, but roll damage. Yeah, your uh your auto your auto gun just kind of cracks across this thing's armor and does not appear to find any purchase. How open is the is the area that we're driving in? Uh, there's plenty of debris. Like you're, you are it. You are oh, driving through also, the base this, of the underhive. The stream is powered by Sirenscape. Oh, I oh right, that yes. As I had, I had failed to turn the music on. <laughs> Thank you. Fair. I was making it true, so I had to say. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, but yeah. Uh, your your bullets don't appear to be able to puncture this thing's hide. If you want to try and if you want to try and like slow this thing down, you're going to need to find something other than shooting it. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this uh, this is a very cluttered place. Like um, as I, I'm I'm sort of glossing over it a little bit, but um, Tina is definitely doing a significant amount of. Weaving uh, in and out. Of weaving in and out just to try and uh, move. Uh, just, to, just, just to keep the vehicle from crashing into some of the random, uh, like, debris. And, again, a significant portion of the hive crumbled in this area recently. There's a lot of, even more than usual, there is piles of debris and... Uh, 
uh, masses of uh, like open steel and rubble everywhere. Uh, and even even before that crash, this place was a, was a labyrinth. Look, I don't want to tell anybody their jobs, but uh, maybe if the guns aren't poking holes in whatever this thing is, you can use them to knock shit down and get it in its way? (laughs) My guns are poking holes. (laughs) That's why he's not telling anybody else their job. Blair will (laughs) just give Aerostark as a death glare. Which he uh, does not see because he's back down on the wires. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, the amble goes. Uh, and Remy? Has... Remy? Oh, sorry, Remy. Yeah, sorry, Remy. Remy is staying where he is and saying, Go faster! Go faster! Go faster! <laughs> so, encouragement. <laughs> sort of. Remy's our cheerleader. That is the entirety of the, of Remy's turn. All right. Excellent. And you know what they say: save the cheerleader, save the world. Ah. Is there a? Is yeah. There if a I can offer the deepest of cuts. <laughs> is that really that deep of a cut? I will. I will. I will PayPal any of my fellow cast members besides Jeremy two dollars if they can name what that reference was. Heroes. Oh yeah, heroes. What's gonna say? Okay. I owe you both two dollars. <laughs> um. Go ahead and roll me leadership, uh, Remy. Okay. There you go. I was gonna say there's a help action in this system. <laughs> One. <laughs> Go, guys. You're 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 definitely Just you're definitely yelling tightly to like <laughs> this side of this fucking glorified dune buggy. Yep. Ah, yes. The help action. <laughs> faster, faster, must go faster. <laughs> The, uh, the the amble goes, and uh, for those of you who are looking at it, uh, you see its body sort of glow briefly and all of these polyps around it, and you see the, uh, the, the maggots that sort of symbiotically climb all over it begin to emit, like, a visible low-end radiation as the, as the wounds on the amble begin to rapidly regenerate and seal themselves. Mm. As its as its rad maggot symbiosis causes it to regain one d three lost wounds, it can gains one re- more wound. It gains one wound back. <laughs> can you can you regain mortal wounds? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mortal wounds just sort of bypass all of your defenses. They're not okay. impossible to heal. So. All right. Well, that's good to know. Jeremy, your housemate says that you need to hire them to kit bash and paint Remy. I'm not sure why, when that. it's a hero forge figure, you could just order it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. No, he likes to that that that's his thing. One hundred. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> there you go. He yelled through the wall. Uh, but as it as it does that, um, as you look at it, the rent the amble digs its claws into the ground and disappears as it seems to sink beneath the surface of the earth. 
You hear you hear rumbling beneath the ground as it rapidly tunnels its way under the ground. And there's a off to your right as it as it emerges from the earth, sending a spray of rubble flying in everyone's direction as the as it busts open a wall that is sitting nearby and just smashes it towards you as rubble falls in the path of the uh, of the of the of the vehicle and rains down on the group. I need everyone to uh, roll me a real quick uh, agility test. Try and dodge falling rubble. Straight agility. Oh dear. Okay. Well. Oh, I got a wrath. Oh, so did I. <laughs> but three. Uh, ah. Oi, no stealing my strategies! Just flat agility, you said? Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong, that is no successes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna spend a oh, yeah. wrath to make that three successes and a glory. There you go. So uh, this is because this was just a reactionary test. I'm not going to gain a bunch of ruin off of you guys, but <laughs> I was going to say so I'm much good. ruin. <laughs> um, Remy, uh, you managed to duck and use the buggy for cover uh, as it as it as uh, rubble pelts down around you. With uh, my Tina, zero successes. Uh, no uh, complications don't complications don't detract. They just cause complications. You had yeah. two successes. You... Oh, okay. Because you had a six and a one on your two dice. <laughs> Dope. There you go. Um, uh, Tina, you man, you managed to like duck your head a little bit and swerve the wheel to try and to try. And I just close my up. eyes. It's dirt. <laughs> it's dirt. I'm not gonna get sand in my eyes. I'm just gonna close them. <laughs> uh, Blair, you managed to lean aside for most of it, and so does Saris. But you don't. But Aristarchus. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Lorowell also manages to sort of slightly avoid it. So Blair and Lorowell take a little bit of this, and Aristarchus just completely fails to try and get out of the way and gets pelted in the face with a rock. Well, Aristarchus is like face down in the like in the in the back mechanics of the of the car, so he just gets buried. Really, he's like, "Could you do something other than shoot?" <laughs> he gets buried. Uh, so that's uh, that is going to be. Uh, a, a simple uh, four damage hit. Uh, My resilience is four. So yeah, uh, uh, instead of taking a wound, uh, you take a stun. A shock. You take a shock. Okay. Excellent. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, whereas the the other, those of you who sort of partially managed only would take two damage, which I believe most both of your resilience is with the game. Uh, so, uh, Aristarchus, you sort of look up and his rock comes careening down at your face and smacks you right in the cybernetics, which are able to take the hit pretty well, but you do get a little shaken up a bit. Like four, uh, LED, four, like four LEDs in your vision just go dead. Rebooting. <laughs> <laughs> Rebooting. 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 
But yeah, it does see, it, it it does seem to have gained an amount of ground by burrowing uh by burrowing a non-direct path ahead of you, going around some of the going like as the crow flies under the debris rather than having to chase you around it. Apa. Apa. Anyone want to do anything at close range before I zoom away again? Or? I, I, I would like to do a thing. <laughs> I I also would like to do a thing. <laughs> just gonna just gonna whip that shooter around and uh, no, point blank uh, this shit. Uh, William, is there something significantly sizable in the way of the pa- in the path of the truck right now? Oh, there's probably some rather large debris that could kind of present an obstacle. Cool. Um, I would like to. Uh, Saris is irritated at this point and stops uh, uh, momentarily. Uh, is engulfed in the righteous fury of the emperor. Um, and as such, without thinking, just reaches a hand out and her one visible eye flares with a sort of bluish purple light as I'm going to use a sail to grab whatever that is in the way and make it that thing's problem instead. Right, make me a psychic mastery test against it with the target number of this thing's defense, which again is three. Wait, wait, one of your eyeballs flashes? Yeah. Shit, she's gone full cable! <laughs> exactly. Just like that. So that's seven. Nice. Ooh, uh, that's a big number. You needed you needed three to hit it, uh, so you've got those two shifts. I want to shift them for, for any for, for any uh, one, one a for, potency is one for one for plus one ED, so shift both those for two extra damage. For 14. Uh, again, its resilience is 12, so that's uh, two damage, to, two wounds to go through. So yeah, this large hunk of debris just uh, suddenly lights up with that same purplish-blue energy and just launches following her hand, uh, crunching into the side of it as she wheels the gunner on to continue raining fire on it. Uh, and... Uh... Each of you feel the like the de- the drop in temperature of a of a psyker manifesting their powers. Every whenever a psyker begins to wield psychic power, one of the more one of the more obvious tells is that the temperature drops and everything do, gets a little cold as frost do, forms on any glass surfaces. Do we know it's uh, Ceres, or can we not tell? I don't uh, know how. Any of you looking in Ceres's direction sees a bright flare coming from one of their eyes as they reach their hand out. And then Probably a piece not. of rubble. I said I had then, my eyes closed. <laughs> and then a piece, and then a piece of rubble in the road rips also, itself. Also, she's up. behind you. That's it. A, a piece of rubble in the road rips itself up at her hand's direction and furls itself at the anvil. So anyone looking in Saris's direction can quite clearly tell uh, who is doing this. <laughs> but if your eyes were closed, then yeah, you didn't. You probably you just felt. Yeah, felt I don't chill. see this. Uh, yeah. Shit. You drove through some ghosts. Probably. <laughs> will just look noted. And uh, this is this would be the first indication that any of you had that that uh, Saris has any degree of psychic aptitude. Uh, and psychers are known to be incredibly dangerous, either as individuals or just because that psychic power shit does bad things around them. Or mm-hmm. causes bad things to happen around them. 
I feel like this changes nothing for Remy. Probably not. Situation, because I feel like we, without evidence, probably assumed anyways. Because that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, worst case scenario is this person in front of me who has yep. incredible authority is also a psyker. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. Can potentially read my mind, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that happens. Uh, would anyone else like to do anything? Uh, Laurel would. What would Laurel like to do? So, the temperature is going to drop again. <laughs> oh, boy! Go a dark purple and just sort of flare out from the sides of her her head. And she reaches out a hand and just fires... Uh, a smite off. What does your smite look like? Some psychers, for some psychers, it's a ball of fire. For some, they shoot lightning from their hands. Uh, what is your, what is your offensive psychic power? It is it is a straight lightning bolt, uh, which is then I have to go do the psychic mastery test against. Brain. Combat. Right? No. Uh, you should have, I believe there's a powers tab, which will probably have your psychic powers in it. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. You can shift one of those. Uh, I have to shift three for an extra mortal wound, so... What else can I shift it for? Uh, it, you can use you can tr- if you have enough if you have enough exalted icons for any of the uh, for any of the um, yeah the, the, the only if, the, the only the only potency buff for Smite is three for plus one mortal wounds. So. Yeah, so if you if you don't if you can't fit any of the potencies, you can also just shift it for an extra glory if you want. I will shift it for an extra glory for my friends. So then. No damage, though. Did it well, roll anything? You didn't roll a... You no, it didn't. Yeah, you didn't roll anything. But why? Hold on. I might have this keyed in incorrectly. I believe Smite just does a like a. It does a. D3. Oh, it's one mortal wounds. Yeah, just one d three mortal wounds. Yeah, and it's roll a d three. Two mortal wounds. Amble takes two more wounds. So yeah, as uh, the rest of you are watching, um, the uh, there's a there's a. There's a slight difference between the two psychic powers at play here, uh, which is that um, while Saris's psychic powers definitely sort of bleed out from them in this sort of 
essence being released, as is the approach of most human psychers uh, and their the, the effect their soul has on the, on the warp and how they are trained to use it. The training of Eldari psychers is very different. You scarcely sense their presence as they have such massively enforced control over their psychic powers to prevent even a little bit of it from leaking out. Um, but uh, you do, as as Lorwell raises a hand, this arcane energy builds up in the palm and a bolt of lightning crashes out against the anvil and says it's sprawling for a second as they, as they try to uh, recover. Alright, we'd uh, like to go next. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I, I open one eyeball, take one hand off the wheel, and I just wipe frost off the windshield so I can <laughs> see through it. And then I f- continue to, f- and then I floor it. <laughs> yeah, just sort of, you know, just sleep, sort of. Mm. Alright, so you are going to uh, go ahead and. Uh, what we call breakneck speed vehicle yeah. action. Uh-huh. Uh, roll me a roll me a piloting test. Okay. You are going to add an extra two wrath dice to the mix. Oh, okay. Um, how do I add wrath dice in there? So, uh, let me pull up your character sheet real quick. Yep. Uh, Da, da, da. Tina. Yep. In the skill test. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I know how to add bonus die, but I don't think it's a wrath. Those are wrath ones. Um, Skills page is where. Yeah. Um. We will just we will just be aware that the te- the the two extra dice on the right are also wrath dice. Okay. Alright, put two bonus in there. Uh, any result of a one on a wrath die will trigger a complication. Gotcha. Alright, here we go. Oh, right, no, it arranges them in order. Hang on. Let's yeah. just mm-hmm. see what yeah. the... Uh, there has to... Actually, you know what? Hang on. There is not a way to... Yeah, mm-hmm. The only way you would have probably been able to do that would have been to just roll, roll it normally separate, and then roll two d six. Yeah, do you want me to just or, do that? Or, or making it a uh, or making a psychic or making it a psychic power. Um, let's go ahead and yeah, just um, roll it at a minus two. Okay. Uh, at a minus two mod, and then roll the two extra dice. Roll it as okay. I see. So yeah, it's, two, not two, adding it's not adding. It's not extra to... dice. It's two more of your dice are wrath dice. Gotcha. Okay. Minus two. Here we go. There's that. Ooh, there's oh the wrath die already. And then here's two more. Are these what dice are these again? D sixes. D sixes. Thank you. That's two sixes. Oh, but those there are glory. You rolled. Yeah. You you. Potentially rolled the exact same thing. <laughs> so the uh, the difference here is that when you're adding extra wrath dice, any the more wrath dice is more dangerous. 
Uh, okay. it's, it's never really a good thing. It's any result of one on a wrath die triggers a complication, but all of the wrath dice must be sixes to trigger a critical effect. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Never a good thing. Right. What's what's happening here is you're driving at breakneck speed, in mm-hmm. it, it, which results in more danger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, two, four, five. Uh. So five successes, but a complication. Um. So. The engine roars loudly, and the vehicle guns it. The, the wheels once again lift off the ground for a moment. But the problem is, you're losing a lot of your ability to steer by just gunning the engine. And as you're driving, there comes a point when something in the road comes up that you can't quite turn away from. And the vehicle head-on rams it. And the wheels skip off the ground and the vehicle takes to the air. Yes. As it ramps off of some of the nearby Whee. detritus. I'm gonna need... either athletics or... From everyone who is in the vehicle to avoid uh-huh. being thrown out of it as it hits the air. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, go- I'm going to need either athletics or something else that you can give me an argument for. I'm what, is already... our, what is our success threshold? Two. For? Two I'm, successes. I'm already oh, good. in a mounted turret position, which is theoretically enclosed, and I'm holding on to something. No. Do you think orcs have an enclosed turret position? You described it as being enclosed because on like a turret or a spinning mount. No, it's earlier. a it's a back was, seat. It's a back say, seat with a gun no on a pole. Of enclosed. <laughs> hey, I'm I just fine. went fucking flying. Don't worry, your pilot's still in their seat, so this is fine. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Three Bye. successes. I like to think the fact that Laurel was standing up, like holding on, is the only question. Yes, because the only other thing I can think is pilot, as well, for the ability to utilize the vehicle to achieve an effect. Okay, if you want to roll a pilot test to try and to try and. Take advantage of the of the vehicle to try and keep yourself from. Flying and what's out. my DN on this? Two, two. two? Uh, well, let's. It's the only thing I might have some sort of. Hey, look, two. There you go. <laughs> We're gonna get you to that dinner, that family dinner yet. So, question. So, yes. Can I assail a flying body back into the car? That's not quite how the effects of a sale work, unfortunately. I was hoping. <laughs> oh, that would have been delightful. It's like, you're going to get a concussion, but... <laughs> so, Remy, you rolled a complication. Uh-huh. I sure did. 
and oh, also no. fan. <laughs> so, as the as the vehicle leaves the air, um, how many wounds did you have left, Remy? Oh no, that's a real good question. Let Get me see of... here. Uh, More than one, because I'm not so sure. If I recall correctly, it was you have one one wound left when he woke up. It was one, but then I believe Aristarchus did some medication. Yeah. No. Thought. Yeah. Not anything that healed anything. Yes, I did. Was was it a failure? Was was that was was it a failure? Was the reason? Is your is your are your wounds still at one? My wounds are still at one. They should not be, because I know I restored wounds. I know you restored wounds on on someone, but I don't know if it was if it, I if it failed. I if thought you did a Medicaid on... test on you did a Medicaid test on Laurel. I thought you did a Medicaid test on the NPC I... who had a gun attached to their arm to make sure yes. they were going to die. From yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't remember if you did one. I don't remember. I'm if you looking up through for. Let's see. Okay, so there are Medicaid. there are two Medicaid tests here. One only got one success and was a failure. Another one had five successes and had one and had one extra. I am going to assume that the one on Remy was a failure and that you Medicaid on on uh, that Layla sounds to try accurate. and stay to try and help her out. Yeah, because because it was specifically stated that if they that if she hadn't seen the doctor, she wouldn't have survived for you to medicate her. I remember that. I remember that statement specifically. I think you succeeded mm-hmm. on her, and you didn't succeed on Remy. Uh, okay, that yeah. sounds that sounds accurate. Because I know I didn't just like, huh? You healed me. Oh well, I guess I'm not going to update my sheet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as the vehicle leaves the ground. And gets a sick amount of airtime. If I'm being completely honest, yeah. Here. Crazy. <laughs> uh, as it just like takes off into the air, uh, and um, begins to arc down. Most of you can grab something to hold on with a, with a death grip. Aristarchus, in particular, literally jams himself between a couple of the seats to use the structure of the vehicle to force him to stay in place. Um. Whereas the two people who fail to find a grip in time are Remy, because Remy is in an incredible amount of pain and is not exactly reacting the best. I was already wrapped around one, so when it went up in the air, you know how, like, when you you get air, you tend to lift up and you tend to... I let go, act just instinctually. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And... uh, No. And Blair, who was on, who was busy opening fire with a with an auto gun on on the target. I picture instead of holding on to something, she's holding on to the gun. Yeah, and hugging that. <laughs> and so Ray's like exactly how the old witch said I was gonna die. <laughs> and so the two the two of you leave the seats of the of the of the buggy as it begins to arc down. And Remy, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but you crack your head as you hit the ground and are blessed with sweet unconsciousness. At least you won't feel the death. <laughs> and and then the and then and then the the buggy comes down on me, right? <laughs> no, the buggy the buggy lands a few feet next to you. Um, 
And Blair, you sort of roll and tumble into a pile of debris, which manages to break your fall and prevent you from taking any actual damage. But damn, does that hurt. Am I still uh, holding on to the gun? Yeah. That's important. Okay. Yeah. You're still holding the gun. All right. Um, but everyone else, you've lost um, your your fixer and one of your gunner. Mm-hmm. How close is the thing? Just uh, go. You Just feel you've built an go. amount of distance by throwing things at it and injuring it. All right. Uh I am as 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 one of the people still standing, uh, I'm uh, going to leap off the car. And like just uh, like let go of the gun, grab my Tina, staff. do do you do you break or do you just keep going? Um, I break. Okay. I, Bla- Blair is my like contact. Yeah. Also, Remy's my best friend. So. <laughs> uh, so so Tina, Tina, you've murdered your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> so Tina, Tina, Tina rams rams the brakes in the car like like uh like hard it, like uh drifts to a halt as uh as as Sarah's. As Sa- as Saris uh, leaps out of the back of it uh, while leaping, Aristarchus, get your med kit ready. <laughs> and so you you I'm assuming grab uh yeah I'm grabbing, grab Remy grabbing Remy to lug him back to the car. Laurel is hopping off and trying to put herself in in between the Amble and Saris. Mm-hmm. She was given one job; she's going to do it until she dies. Uh, Blair, I'm assuming you. I'm assuming you get up and try and run back to the vehicle. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. So, dump, I'm basically, gonna, basically going to dump Remy into the car, and I'm going to start smiting the amble as it approaches until until Blair can get back to it. So uh, you you manage to get everyone back into the vehicle, but it does cost you a significant portion of your loot. Um, yep. As uh, the the amble has significantly closed with you, and will get to try and take a swipe at the vehicle itself as you hit the gas to try and take off. Okay. Uh, you're driving the equivalent of a truck. It's going to try and swing with its uh, enormous claws. Wait, it's close enough to swing with its claws. That's a lot of success. So what's the defense on a truck? Uh, I don't know. At least two. <laughs> I would assume probably. It's so, Jeremy, what's your next character? Two point five. What's all of our what's next character? Oh, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna live, but I might. I might have to walk back by myself. <laughs> I don't think you get to walk away from an amble. <laughs> it's it's certainly not a thing many do. Uh, so it definitely hits the thing. Uh, so size, okay. Uh, size categories. 
seen him next to him before. Damn to him. Okay, so yeah, it hits the vehicle, but it can't really shift anything right now. Um, so it's just going to roll its extra damage dice on its enormous claws. Yeah. Fortunately, uh, the vehicle is tough enough that it realizes its claws are not quite able to pierce through everything to do some real damage. There's just enough, there's enough junk there that it uh, has a hard time really getting through everything. Too uh, much junk does, in that trunk. <laughs> it does, however, thanks to its uh, thanks to its rad maggot symbiosis, regain one d three wounds. It's not getting a lot of wounds off of the back off of this right now. We're doing <laughs> more damage than it's regenerating, which is the important part. Nope. Uh, like I said, I'm smiting it as we're running away. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll me a smite. So yeah, so uh, much less controlled than uh, than uh, Laurel's. Um, but there's just this purplish blue lightning strike just coming out of all five fingers from Sarah as she throws a hand over at it. Um, we have uh, just because I really want to, I, I really want to shift some stuff if I can. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that glory. Uh, not a hit, because I think the DN's three, right? Yep. Uh, uh, it's also gonna... a peril of the warp. Yeah, peril... I'm going to re-roll. There we go, three, so I do hit. Right, you hit, you hit, but you also peril. Yeah. Uh, How do we do so... peril? All right, so this is the first time that a Psyker has rolled for perils of the warp. Uh, <laughs> when a Psyker rolls a one on the wrath die, uh, psychic weirdness begins to happen as the warp begins to take an interest in the Psyker's activities. Uh, so, you are going to roll uh, a d66. You would normally add an extra one to the uh, to the tens place uh, for every extra wrath die you use for you for every extra one you roll on the wrath die, but you're not unleashing your psychic potential right now, so that's not relevant at the moment. Right. So just d sixty six. Forty four. So a 44, unnatural bloodlust. Perfectly average. <laughs> All creatures within 15 meters of you suffer from a ringing in their ears and taste the bitterness of iron. During the next round, all melee attacks they make gain plus one ED. This also includes the amble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> everyone with melee attacks, make sure to use them. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is not what it says. Shush. Uh, anyways, it's going to take as the as the as the as the psychic power reaches out. There's this burning heat in each of your chests as you feel the red hot uh, uh, an un 
unrecognizable source of red-hot rage begin to boil up in each of you. You're not certain where it's coming from, but something in you is just angry. Cool. Cool. <laughs> in his unconsciousness, Remy is also angry. <laughs> that implies he was not angry in the moments before unconsciousness. <laughs> I imagine there was very much a son of a crack. Yep. <laughs> All right, so damage is 1d3. Just flat out 1d3. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Two mortal wounds. Take that one it got back and then one. Yeah. Lightning mm-hmm. hits. Everyone gets angry. So, who would like to act? Already went this turn. I would like to twitch. <laughs> Good thing we're on twitch.tv slash final show. <laughs> well, technically speaking, the amble has gone. This would be the start of a new round, so you can oh, go okay. again if you would like. Okay. I would like to go first and twitch. TV slash final Did show I get films. to go last round at all? I don't think so. Uh, that's a fair point. What do you want to do? I want to try and be... Uh, I want to try and get uh, some hit points back to Remy. Yeah. That, that tracks. Everyone else had everyone else had done their thing when the when the car crashed, which I was taking as the actions in the round. I forgot that you hadn't actually done anything in that particular moment. Look, yeah. I'm in the least amount of pain that I've been in for a while now. <laughs> yeah, but now you're gonna feel it again. Don't worry. There you go. Okay. Right. Uh and this is a regular Medicaid test with another human, so Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Difficulty was three. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, it usually is, I think. That restore, yeah, that's yeah, that's the normal one. Uh, you you restore a wound. Uh, I think you can shift one exalted icon there. Right. So that's an additional wound. So two wounds restored to Remy. Remy, you regain consciousness and return to the world of pain. But the secret is that that difficulty is three for a human, but Remy's actually a lizard person. And... The conspiracy is real. Um... <laughs> All right. Well, you're back with us, you magnificent bastard. <clears throat> exactly. How you doing, Remy? Oh, <laughs> you know, and this is this is Aristarchus's version of bedside manner. You know, you know, if this sort of incident were taking place on Demos, even in the lower levels, they've got very nicely engineered uh, thoroughfares, and we'd probably be having a much easier time. <clears throat> As Aristarchus fulfills his objective, <laughs> I fulfilled my objective. I well gained another rat. Well I need. I get another rat. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, All right. I love. I love the like the, the small incentives for like interesting character moments that the objectives <laughs> provide. <laughs> it's good. 
Okay, so um, now it's another round. Yeah, right? now it's another, now it's another okay. round. Uh, um, everyone can act again. Uh, Sarah's just throwing a smite for the round. Yep. Uh, what would who would like to do something next? Orel, would you like to do anything in melee before I? Oh no, I don't have any actual melee attacks. So instead, okay. Lorel is going to say, "Oh, I haven't used this since this in a long time," and we'll just pull out a plasma grenade. <laughs> Fun. Don't botch this. Aim for the mouth. Thought I left this behind, and we'll just flourish, pop, and pull and throw. The flourish was This is where you roll enough ruins that you threw the pin and held <laughs> on to the grenade. If I'm going out, everybody's going with me. I'm very glad that ah. you brought me to life. <laughs> yep. There it is. That's a hit. And in fact, you can shift on that. But it's also a complication. <laughs> the plasma uh, empowers it. <laughs> You're all gonna love my Krieger. <laughs> I'm very glad that you made me conscious for this. <laughs> what's the what's we'll, the We'll just all come back as Kriegers. Grenade, plasma grenade. Ten damage, five E D minus one AP. Blast six. Yep. Uh, so roll me those five extra damage dice. We're right. Also, next... do you want to shift that one? We're right next to them. I do. So I'll put six in my DVD. Yep. Or one in my D mod, and then yeah. So the ED, ED, the ED value on the left next to the damage rating is how much the weapon has baseline. And then if you want to shift that for extra damage, put one into the DBD. Okay. Damage there we bonus go. Bonus dice. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, it didn't roll the bonus one. Roll me, roll me one more d6. You have to, yeah, you have to click out of it after you put the one in. Mm, okay. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take until you click out. Hey! Oh, nice. Two more damage. Uh, so that's 15 damage, which is three more wounds to it. Oh, minus one AP, so... Oh, yeah, and minus one AP, so, so it's actually more three more wounds to it. It is looking pretty bad after that. It'd be four wounds, wouldn't it? Because 11, 15 no, minus 11 would be four. Uh, yes, you're right. It would be four more wounds. We still have to handle that uh, complication. However, yes. Um, the blast radius on a plasma grenade is six meters. And before the gas was hit, this thing was close enough to hit the, your vehicle with its claws. So, so we're all taking that fifteen damage as well. Oh boy! Roll me a d six. I want to see. Oh gods! How close? How far you failed to scatter this? Okay, Five? so it was just on the edge of. You managed to get it to just to the edge of the blast radius. So it'll be much easier for everyone to duck in cover. Uh, so. I am willing to take the brunt of this this blast. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's a special thing 
when every when when people are caught in the explosive radius of blast weapons, you can try and avoid some of the damage by dodging. So I need to really quick look up the blast rules on dodging blast weapons. Can I interpose myself between Astarkus and the blast so that he doesn't have to fail to dodge? One second. Area effect weapons. Anyone hit by a blast weapon can attempt to dodge the attack, as detailed in dodging effect in uh, dodging area effect attacks. So, because I need to find that one. As detailed in dodging area effect attacks, instead of right here where we're telling you you can dodge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was, it was literally right down the page. Right. Look, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gaming book. It does. If it if it was laid out well, it would confuse us. I'm sorry. You mean White Wolf? Any, any of them, honestly. Like White Wolf is bad, but let's go. Let's go back and revisit the L5R book. Let's not Fantasy Flight took it over and changed it and did better with it than the original folks did. So, um, you can uh, duck for cover, which will add. Okay, so you get to use a forearm by focusing his face to happy if she's the instrument to the end of your turn. Alright. So everyone can roll me an initiative attribute test. Hmm. So just your initiative value. Here's the thing. Hmm. Where is that? What? On your attributes tab, so it's the fur- the farthest left one. Okay, I am. Yeah, a- initiative is the fourth one down. That's under agility. Yeah. Oh, I forgot it. Okay. Damn, fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Wow. Wow, Jeremy. <laughs> That's why. I... <laughs> Huh. Well, I so had those are only listening. Happen. I had two dice. I rolled no successes. And you rolled, t- you rolled snake eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I got four. Because so me. <laughs> On the other hand, Aristarchus had one die. But he rolled a glory. I. Maybe. I don't know. So. I like that it's the same people who just got knocked, who just got launched out of the <laughs> exact same. So, uh, for this, because uh, there's a, there is an amble between you and there is enough space here, each of you is only going to have to resist half of this damage. And a. that's A, that's one thing. And two... Each of you can add the number of icons you rolled on that test plus one. Even if you rolled zero, you can still add one to your resilience value for this for the sake of resisting this damage. So that's seven damage you have to resist. Seven. You would normally have to resist. And you can add 
your add, add to your whatever your normal resilience is the number of icons you rolled on that test plus one so mine would be nine um which is more than enough but like, i ask is it possible for those of us that are still standing to interpose our bodies between the blast and the people that are more injured not in this not in this instance however what does that leave everybody uh, well, I, t- I take the damage Okay, so yeah, Saris manages to completely duck. My resilience is eight. I think that means I don't take any, right? Yeah, you're good. You take no Sweet. damage. Yeah, this is it's a stiff breeze. Four, so I took three. You would you would take three. Would you like to roll determination to try and turn that into shock? I can try. What does, that, also... put Ar- what does that put Aristarchus at? So my resilience is four. Plus three. So you would add three to it. So you would hit seven, which would mean this this explosion would only hit you for a shock. Which I've already taken one, but okay. So I just increase my shock by one? Yeah. Okay. I'm at two out of three. (laughs) So, uh, Remy... I rolled two. Of those three wounds, you convert two of them into shock. And then you and then you take an extra one uh for uh for for, for rolling determination. So you take okay. three shock. So I now have only one wound. shock and one wound. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you're still I alive. am tapped out from everything else. <laughs> Listen, I'm just glad I didn't accidentally kill you by trying to be a badass. No, no, no. That would be fucking amazing if you had. So I would is... be a hundred percent here for it. So what is that? So where does that leave um Laurawell and Blair? Yeah, my resilience is four. And you rolled uh nothing. So you yeah. add one to yeah. it. So it becomes five. You would take two wounds. Okay. You, you can want... attempt to roll determination if yeah. you want. Um, I have yet to take wounds in the system. How does that work? So, uh, on your character sheet. On the combat tab. Mm-hmm. Middle, it has your health. Mm-hmm. You lower your current. But, okay, I see. So you would, you, there's so. a, there's a button on the right called determination. When you yes. when you when you can roll determination, sort of like soaking in World of Darkness to try and absorb damage, um, you would take one shock for rolling determination, and then you can roll the determination dice, and every success turns another one of those wounds turns one of those wounds into another shock. All right, I will try to do that. Yeah, I've got seven resilience natural, so okay. So you take three shock. Uh, you okay. you you completely absorb the damage. You take you do turn the two wounds you would take into shock, and then take one extra for the determination roll. So I take four shock. Take three shock. It was only I two wounds. Three. Okay, sorry, making sure. Okay. So, Which I believe is all of your shock. So you're exhausted now. So yes. you're exhausted now. But and where does that leave Laura? Well, uh, that. Uh... Exalted, I the, the glory, uh, it, it's two counts as two successes, correct? Yes, okay, so that puts her resilience at nine. She's fine, cool. 
I think because I didn't need my uh, uh, exalted die to um, or are those wait hang on I don't think they are I have one yes can I shift that because I didn't need it to soak anything this is reactionary okay. so not really Okay. I enjoy that Thought it ask. the two psychers in the party are two of the more heavily armored characters in the party. <laughs> well, yeah, because look at who your characters are, regardless <laughs> of being psychers or not. Right. Uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those interesting, like, like oddities, because, like, normally the wizard is the is, has the lowest AC, right? But... Uh, so, all in all... For, for a plasma grenade going off next to you, you guys came out pretty all right. That's fun. <laughs> I like to think that Remy isn't even making words anymore. It's just sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's constant high-pitched screaming. <laughs> I don't know if he has the lung capacity for that right now. <laughs> no, that, yeah, not high-pitched screaming. Just like, a, just like a, a constant wheeze. <laughs> I like more of the, the place the to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as, as we, as we, as I'm assuming, um, Tina hits the gas and tries to, yes. tries to take, tear off. Uh-huh. Not as fuckers. fast as before. <laughs> Don't want to throw. Apparently we need to add seatbelts in here. That's one of the great, um, you know, we, we, it doesn't come up much with orcs because we just hang on but apparently these people need seatbelts <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker's doing his the, best the... Uh, grudge impersonation right now because <laughs> the best way is to go very fast but uh, you know if you can't hang on then uh, I guess put a put a seatbelt or something on you hit the gas yeah are you are you going to drive recklessly or normal or normal amount I'm going to drive a normal amount. These people that I've fragile. A a normal amount or a normal amount for Tina. A normal amount for Tina, which is reckless by anyone else's standards. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a piloting check. Alrighty. This can only go wrong. That's a three. You build an amount of distance. Um... Who would like to do something next? As uh, I'll reiterate for everyone, um, the Amble is not looking great. It's uh, it, it. However, as Ambles are wont to, please turn this music off, John. <laughs> no, keep it going. I'm for it. I didn't know what it was. It just said it's just titled "Chase in Alkenstar. so it's like oh, chase music in a circus, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Shani, uh, Aristarchus would, because this thing has been, while it might not have sustained significant damage, it got hit by the amble, and Aristarchus wants to make sure this thing is not in danger of rattling apart and see if he can get some more speed out of this. Oh, yeah, the the vehicle is definitely taking some hits mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because it cannot uh, dodge an area of effect weapon like everyone else can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Now there's a, there's a rattle. <laughs> Sir. Would that be tech? Mm. Yeah, roll me a tech test. Four. That's a that that's enough to restore some of the damage done to the vehicle. Uh, there was a concerning rattle uh, that has not gone away, but quieted. 
Yeah, let's tie that down if we can. Hmm? Uh, probably you'll probably want some more further work done on it later, but it, it's more stable than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should note that uh, Layla is still unconscious and has not been flung out of the vehicle only by virtue of having her arm like jammed into a into a corner. Yeah, see okay. it, that yeah. arm is that 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 cybernetic replacement is providing ballast. This is perfect. You are <laughs> arguably safest when you're unconscious because you aren't tense. <laughs> We now just need to shove Remy into a corner or something. <laughs> it's a wedge. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so Aristarchus, you 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 help shore up the damage done to this vehicle. Who else would like to try something? Um, I want to shoot. I want to shoot it with my brain. You've already, you've already smited oh, it this right, time. Uh, Th- thus far, thus far, we've had Saris smite, uh, Loroel throw a plasma grenade, uh, Tina hit the gas, and Aristarchus do some repairs. So that leaves Blair and potentially Remy if Remy's doing anything other than screaming. Faster, faster, faster! But not so fast, I die. <laughs> <laughs> You're very picky down there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is there? Are there? items that I could potentially shoot to slow this thing down at all or oh, to absolutely. have them there's, land there's, on this thing. There's there's debris and like iron mongery everywhere. There there is absolutely right. something that you could potentially try and uh, damage to to get some work done here. Yeah that's right. Okay. Go ahead and mong that iron. I alright then she's gonna go for that. She's gonna try to shoot that so that it gets in its way. Only an attack with one of your guns. How does yeah, one just mong an iron? I really want to know. What? You hit a thing. Uh, just roll me the roll me the extra damage die on your on your auto gun. Okay. Just the regular damage. Okay. There we go. Nine's good. So realizing that these bullets aren't really going to do anything to try and hinder this uh, creature on on its own. You look around and try and spot um, some loose metal or, or materials that look don't look particularly stable that might be destabilized by a quick barrage of gunfire. Uh, and so you look around and find a particularly narrow spot. Uh, and you <laughs> squeeze off a quick burst with the auto gun. Um... And there's a ping and a and a large spar of metal collapses down in the path of this amble. Uh, I'm going to real quick roll something for the amble to see if it can avoid uh, getting smashed. Ah, Pretty good. Uh, it, it loses some of the lead that it has, but it does not get smashed by the falling debris. Uh, assuming Remy is screaming, um, yeah, that we... brings it back as it as it returns to its turn, uh, and it's going to roll one d three wounds. Hey, it gets more wounds back. Oh, it has doubled its remaining wounds. 
Uh, and it's going to dig into the earth again. As it as it disappears from sight for a moment, and you hear the rumbling of the ground. Brace! Here we go again. While it's digging in, I'm going to take this opportunity to look around. Are there any in in the in the in the rubble and ruin surrounding us? Are there any particularly pointed bits of steel girder, like something that might be akin to a spear if thrown at high velocity? I mean, there are loose bits of iron rebar that could theoretically be considered pointed. I'm trying. There's nothing that's like to fly out of the jeep into one of those fates first. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find anything that would do extra damage if I used it specifically as as an assail target. Let me know where it is, test. Uh, any bonuses for us being in the ruins of a, of a hive? Uh, there might have been, but you're kind of at a penalty because you're moving at high speed. Fair. Two successes. So, you managed to spot some particularly sharp-looking uh, bits of debris and rebar that you might be able to pull some extra damage out of an assail with, uh, or at least maybe some armor penetration out of an assail with, rather. Um, when uh, the amble erupts from the ground directly in front of the vehicle, having mm. cu- having cut it off in its attempts to turn by taking the straight and narrow path directly oh. underneath it. Cool, cool. Um, Tina, go ahead and real quick. It's like a pine marten. Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead and roll me a quick piloting test to avoid ramming into the amble. Or mm. a, a piloting test to ram into the amble. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a stupid question. Would you like to ram the amble? Mm. I mean, it's injured. Ramble. Uh, Ramble. Yeah, let's do the stupid thing. All right. I'm going to accelerate into it. So. Look, Tina hasn't had a really good opportunity to be a part of the crumping yet, so. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Look at that, Sarah. The spiky metal you were looking for was underneath your feet the entire time. The real metal so, right. the friends we made along the way. So yeah. I throw the truck at it. <laughs> if the vehicle physically intercepts a target while moving, you can use your combat action to make a pilot test to ram the target. The DM for the test is equal to the target's defense. So roll me a pilot test versus this thing's defense. Okay. Here we go. <sighs> 14 successes. Ooh, four? four um, I want to, yeah. Spend a wrath to roll? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I I haven't spent a wrath yet. Let's try it. And I'm pretty good at piloting, so I think you can do better. Five. So, so you would actually just hit the reroll button there on the thing. Oh. Uh, and it just rerolls the just ones that. That, that, that failed. Cannot re-roll old rolls. Um, uh, uh, just roll me, yeah. roll me four d6s. And understand that one of them is the wrath. Break it, break it out into, well, yeah, just pick which one's the yeah, wrath. The, far, the one on the far right. Last right. one. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, two, more so two more successes. So six yeah. icons. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. It's, it's defense is three, so you can, in fact, shift uh, that one die for extra damage. So Excellent. Will do. If the test is successful, the target takes damage as if hit by a melee weapon with a damage value equal to the vehicle's maximum wounds. 
Uh, you can shift exalted icons equal to to add one extra damage die per shifted icon. So you can shift one for okay. extra damage die. All right. So it's going to roll me a, roll me a d6 to see if you get any extra damage. All righty. Mm, and you're hitting so. it with a truck. Yeah. It has 16 wounds. Excellent. 16. It has a resilience of 12. It takes four wounds. Excellent. If it hadn't regenerated as many wounds as it did, it would be dead. Ah. I would like to introduce it to a bit of spiky debris. <laughs> Roll me in a sail. I will say that if you're using, I will say that if you're using the sharp bits, you'll get an extra minus one AP on this. I'm using the sharp bits. You gotta kill still me. Do we have any glory right now? Yes, one. I'm at. I'm using it. But then, what am I going to use for my doing nothing? <laughs> Ruin, obviously. No, that's what I'm going to roll. Hmm. Hey. Four successes. You don't generate glory on psychic power manifestation, unfortunately, but yeah. uh, uh, that's enough to hit. All right, and so you can't shift anything, unfortunately. What, yeah, one AP, and it's How ten plus one ED. Sorry, I'll give it two AP, which is relevant. Uh, so then ten. So it would be exactly its armor value. Its armor value at that point. We'll deal with a shock. Which do we? I... Dif- does it differentiate between shocks and wounds? Because I know most most it does. don't. It does. Okay. I would like to smite. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Roll me a smite. You don't like using the powers this much, but... <laughs> you hit it. Exactly. Oh, no, hold on. I rolled the wrong one. I mean, it's, the same, test, it's, it's the same test. Oh, that's fair. Hey, but there you so go. Go ahead and roll the damage on that. Ooh. We're very close here. Aristarchus would like to yell for Blair to get on the big gun. <laughs> Blair, do you do that? First, she'll yell back. Um, I'm going to do it, but don't think I'm going to do it because you told me to. I was yes. already going to. It was just a suggestion, I- Ms. Blair. <laughs> she'll get on the gun. I'm starting to like Love her. It. So roll me, roll me a, roll me a, uh, a range attack. Just go ahead and Question. roll the, roll the attack with your regular gun, and I'll just do the damage. Does, to the big does Blair want to salvo? However, hmm? yeah. Do you want, do you want to empty this big shooter, knowing that you don't have any way of reloading it right now? Yep. Okay. So the salvo value of a big shooter is fairly large, if I recall correctly. Uh, orc ranged weapons. A big shooter's salvo value is three, so add three bonus dice to this attack. Okay. It's a the A B D value on the attack roll. A B D. Okay. A B D is attack bonus die. 
You want to use your wrath to re-roll those, because that yes, will miss. Please. Yes, please. Do you have two button. dice to roll on your for your auto? There you go. There you. Go. That's it. Uh, you didn't. Oh, you click. Uh, roll me. Th- roll me three more dice because you didn't click off the oh. attack bonus. Yeah, because it didn't actually roll any damage, any bonuses. Here. Just roll 3d6s. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Two more guys. Okay. No, exal- no exalted icons in there, but... Alright, uh, the, bam- the damage of a big shooter is uh, 12 plus two extra damage dice, so roll me Roll me two d6s to see if you get any extra damage on this. One. Thirteen. It had one wound. It had one wound left. Blair, how do you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> um. I'd like to blow its head off, if possible. So. This massive, chitinous creature erupts out of the ground, roaring and flailing its claws at the vehicle that then rams itself into its guts, just head on. And as Tina hits it, the vehicle stops. And as Tina puts their their foot in the floor, the vehicle's wheels kicking up dust as it tries to push the, the, the amble off of its feet to no avail as it just holds the vehicle in place, its mandibles clacking in the orc's face. Ceres brings a hand up and forward, and a sharp bit of rebar drives into the amble's shoulder, piercing through, uh, sort of staggering it for a second, but it does not break its grip. And then Blair well, staggers into the... Into the, into the, the thing too. Yes, and, and Laurel blasting it with a with a bolt of lightning from 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 her hands driving back crisping its hull but it still refuses to die and then blair stumbles her way onto the big shooter in the back of this vehicle levels it square into this thing's face the barrel almost touching it with how far it's leaning forward into the into the vehicle and just leans onto the trigger and there's a deafening cacophony of bullets there's rebounds and recoils, but also impacts as enough of these bullets punch themselves into the amble's eyes and through its head. And after a moment, it stops moving and begins to tilt to the side and collapses. And land on us. <laughs> that was a real good fight. <laughs> All right, well, let's get this thing shifted off so we can get home, eh? Tina is busy yelling. <laughs> Heavy breathing. Yelling yelling in Orcish or Yeah, and just just in just in in uh incoherent language. Just gonna... it's just a, just a general bunch of hooting and hollering. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm and... actually hopping down off the truck. Probably is to the, go is the, poke it. Is the carapace of this Victory. thing too large that I that for me to throw it? Uh, it is almost certainly too large to assail. Okay. Can I take a trophy? Sure. 
What would you like to take? Um, it's like a carapace situation, sort of. You want to take like one a... of the mandibles? Yeah, that'll look real nice. Closest, closest thing to a tooth this thing has. Yep. Sarah's just going to take a minute, just sort of standing in the back of the truck where she's been standing, throwing things, and just going to center herself. You, uh, you sort of, you, uh, Tina, you sort of reach up and wrench and pull and pull. This thing's mandibles are real tough. Roll me, mm. uh, roll me uh, an athletics test. Okay. Sarah, so you're right. I'm fine. But with five, with with five, with five successes, eventually you wrench the stink's mandible out of its jaw. You hold it up, sort of test the weight. It's curved. It's kind of spiky. Real durable. Mm. You think if you sharpen this up, you can make a nice chop out of it. Yeah. I have a bat left now. Okay. I'm really Aristarch- happy. Aristarchus is getting a tissue sample at least as well. I'm peachy too. Thanks for asking. Blair's going over to check on Remy while all this is going on. How you doing? Uh, uh, painkillers are still there. I think. But there's only so much painkillers can do in the amount of abuse you've just taken, Remy. I think I've passed beyond pain to where I'm good again. Like, you know how you know how when you hit that point where everything sensory overloads to you that you don't you just go blind? I feel like my nerves are that way right now. Like there's so much pain. It doesn't hurt. And I feel like that's bad. Yeah, uh, Aristarchus. Yes, Miss Blair, what can we do for you? Hmm? Can you fix this? She points at Remy. Is there any, like, sort of, with, like, one arm that's, like, compound broken off to the side? It's, like, trying to flop it over so he can grab a a clothes stick. Don't worry, guys, I'm fine. (laughs) Um, Aristarchus is, is, uh, his his medicodendrite is kind of leaning over his one shoulder as he's using it to mix or contain or distill. It's hard to say. Um, some of the bodily fluids from this uh, this amble. Hmm? Uh, it depends. Mr. Remy, exactly how experimental are you feeling right now? Hmm? <laughs> Hold on just a sec. Uh, mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Shit, I dropped it. <laughs> well, I've been noticing that this thing has got uh, a bit what you might call regenerative capacity, and um, there's a chance that I could uh, possibly. No. Dependent... You're not gene splicing me with that. I'm just going to hook the Well, we'd have to do it according to. We'd have to be doing it according to the proper uh, rituals anyway, but I understand. And, uh, yeah, he'll come over and and see if he can do anything for Remy. (laughs) Roll me a Medicaid test and also a Scholar test, Aristarchus. In any particular order? In whatever order you prefer. Okay. 
Um, and would my uh, diagnoster uh, take place on this one? Yes. Or is this just a flat? Could, okay. Could, could I ask Laurel to roll a awareness test? Because Laurel did specifically like look six over on the medic. Yeah, go ahead. And um, so William, I would say with the four, Laurel... four with a glory on the uh, scholar. <laughs> Oh, were you, were you trying to re-roll the, the one? Or... No. Um, I was re-rolling my scholar. Uh, Shani, I would say um, with the with the four, uh, Laurel would notice the uh, the um, that Saris is holding a stone when she's centering herself. And the markings on the stone. Yeah. So, Laurel, you notice that in Saris's hand is a small, uh, smooth, polished river stone. Um, and on it is uh, a Eldari rune, specifically the icon of Ulthway. Julia has no idea what that means, but Laurel well. Uh, Ulthway is one of the Eldari craft worlds. Mm. Specifically, the home of uh, some of the more famous uh, individuals within the Asuriani framework, including one Eldrad Ulthran, uh, a particularly famed uh, farseer who is known to have his hands in a significant amount of the dealings of the galaxy. Um, but uh, with the with the scholar test, uh, Aristarchus, as you start to examine the uh, the corpse of the Amble, you're pretty certain that the Amble's regenerative process is a factor of symbiosis. Um, the maggots that crawl all over its body and have started to disperse since its death appear to emit a low level radiation, mm -hmm. uh, which fuels the regenerative okay. properties of the Amble's physiology. So, it's, it's... Well, we're definitely grabbing a few of those, especially if any of them are still alive. <laughs> a few of them. Um, so, after centering herself and putting that son away, she's going to shift over to where Blair and Remy are in the truck, uh, crouch down, on the matter of this battle, uh, she says, as she reaches up and pulls the eye patch off of her face. When she pulls the eye patch off of her face, you see that her other, her other, the eye that it was covering is still fully intact and is the same sort of gray that her right eye, that her other eye is. There is this little large burn scar all around it, though, that's mostly hidden by the eye patch. Um, but she pulls the eye patch off, flips it around in her hand, and holds it up uh, so that both of you can see the. Um, the insignia of the Inquisition on the inside of it. Uh, for the two of you who are not familiar with the setting, 
Um, the symbol that is revealed on the underside of this eye patch is a stylized letter I um, emblazoned. This this particular version is silver. Um, and emblazoned on the center of it is a skull uh, and three crossbars uh, underneath it, uh, which is the universally recognized symbol of the Inquisition, uh, which is the Emperor's secret police. They are the people who go wherever they need to and do whatever they need to to root out the enemies of the Emperor, and they have absolute authority in all things. This is the symbol of an inquisitor of an inquisitor's servant, not an inquisitor themselves. Those are, as most people are taught in whatever education they might have, black rather than silver. You are to tell no one about the powers that I demonstrated during that battle, unless I explicitly allow it. Am I understood? Yeah. Two things. Actually, three things, one of them out of character. How am I doing now that on the medical roll? Uh, the medical you've recovered roll? another you've recovered another wound. You're back to okay. having two wounds left. Okay. <laughs> two things. One, why the fuck would I tell anybody that anyways? How Leverage. stupid do you think I am? I don't know how stupid you are. Not yet. Well, I'm associated with you a lot, so pretty fucking dumb. And to fuck you. Fair enough. Puts the eye patch back on. Though I haven't lied, except for my specific inquiry, we are here looking into these chaos cultists. Or these, sorry, into these uh, cultists of the enemy. Just wanted to make sure we understood each other. We understood each other before that. I'm still getting paid, right? Of course. My initial strategy was to blame the elf for all the wibbly wobbly. You're getting paid or you're getting murdered in your sleep once this is all done so they can have oh, deniability that's... and nobody reveals their secrets. That's just a lie. 50-50. Useful servants of the Inquisition are well compensated. Let me Please reiterate. Stop what not. Let me Come reiterate. <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> he just raises the one visible eyebrow. All right, ready? We should add seatbelts to this buggy. Yes, I think that would be a good idea, Tina. And uh <clears throat> and to to reference. I'll see what we can do when we get back. Mm. Inquisitors, their agents less so, but Inquisitors in particular have vast resources because they have the authority to call on literally anything in the Imperium to their service if they need oh, for to. For sure. Which yeah. is why the money that I throw around is good. <laughs> I have a question. Sure, absolutely. But on why that. throw around the money when you can just kill off the people who nobody's going to miss? And that is that is another thing that most people like, think about when they think of Inquisitors. Who gives about a fuck? That, that's another thing that is very common, like, urban knowledge of how Inquisitors operate, is they tend to kill people to keep them from talking. I don't think Tina heard that, but uh, would I have, when, if, when or if this gets revealed, would that be a 
a thing that Tina uh, regards differently at all because of where um, like work stuff or not. Uh, humans put a lot of pre- put humans put a lot of importance on fancy titles. Yep. It's okay. it, it's it's probably because they're not like they don't do a size based hierarchy, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 don't they don't differentiate by who's the biggest, so they all have to wear these fancy hats and fancy icons to say Big they're more words important. Instead, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's 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 just another dumb way that humans organize themselves. Okay, cool. I, I also I I did the, the intention there was to have that conversation while Tina was fucking with the corpse stuff. Uh-huh. That's that's very <laughs> fair. Uh, and that also fulfills my objective. <laughs> yep. I think she did notice, though, the, the stuff being flung about after the initial, because you all kept doing psychic things. Yeah. But yeah. she's not going to say anything right now. That's not important. You got a couple of weird boys in your crew. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. weird, weird, weird boys just show up every now and then. Yeah. Uh-huh. You mean weird boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I established my authority using a symbol of office, which means I get a wrath back. They just, they just, uh, they just, they just got to be careful, or their heads might explode. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what happens to weird boys when they use their powers too much, anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then their mm-hmm. heads just grow back, so it's no, their heads just explode and they die. No, yeah, the the head is important. I'm gonna make a that, that's my replacement character. Uh, 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 Gorkin two heads. His head exploded, but then he grew back another one. <laughs> oh, I feel like that would be extremely lucky. I was very Look, lucky. If Tina had a tooth yeah. for every weird weird boy that she had in. If Tina had a tooth for every weird boy she had in her party right now. She'd have two teeth. Well, this isn't a lot of teeth, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just tells me that you're all exceptionally weird which fair alright let's get us back to an elevator so we can get out of this place well the buggy won't fit in the elevator there are, there are elevators nearby that the buggy will fit on it'll fit I've... in the freight elevator <laughs> the wobble as we roll over the corpse. Uh-huh. So you Blair. Have to back up and then like a three-point turn situation. <laughs> so Blair, um now that the excitement has died down, uh, and you're no longer being chased by an amble, which God damn, there were rumors that some of those existed on this planet, but you never hoped to run into one. Um, you sort of come down from all of the excitement, and the realization hits you that you need a new hideout for the hostile hearts. Mm-hmm. I know, she was already thinking of that. Is there you any- have? You have some contacts and people that might be able to put your gang up for a bit. Mm-hmm. In particular, I mean, you'd owe her a favor, but you do have a history. And if anyone could theoretically put your gang up for a while or give them a new hideout entirely, uh, Arvin Pyrus 
of the the leader of the wastelanders where your mm -hmm. gang originally came from or avon pyrus might be able to do something for you all right she yeah that would, uh, that would require getting an audience with her though yeah she will work on that as soon as they get up to the surface does blair talk about that at all to uh to the people in the buggy no you see her deep in thought like if you ask her she will mention but <clears throat> okay how long is this trip william it's gonna be a few hours it's gonna be because you got to drive the elevator to you got to drive the oh, buggy okay. to a freight elevator wait for it to rise away from the undercity to a floor that you can actually do things on and then go somewhere who knows where because currently your last hideout is gone are we going <laughs> back to the smoking crater right no. um so no, we need to head we should head back sometime up during the oh uh we should head back sometimes towards... during the uh okay sorry i'm laggy <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah just just to answer it's... tina's question uh we should head back towards aristarchus's uh facilities and then aristarchus <laughs> yep Sometime during the trip back, Aristarchus would sort of, you know, pick his way around the interior of this uh this vehicle and try and like lean over. Uh Miss Blair, just wanted to say, uh, magnificent feat of gunsmanship right at the end. Uh you're even more impressive than I had previously anticipated. My congratulations. Thank you. You are an impressive. Oh. Uh, regarding, you seem to be a bit lost in thought. Anything uh, particular got you occupied at the moment? Hmm? I need a new, I need a new hideout for my girls. That's my top oh. priority right now. Um, I need a temporary place before I can find a permanent place. I have right some contacts. I was going to say, I know you. I know you're probably planning already. Mm -hmm. Also, when, when we get back up there, she will say to Saris, I need to do this first. I need to take care of my gang first. That's fine. I've hired... I don't know how that often... front, then. Uh, oh, well, I was thinking, uh, I could speak with the Megas Biologus if we're needing a roof over our heads. Uh, there's a chance I could uh, put in for a writ of some sort. Look, there's not much Mechanicus presence down here in the Anive from what I've seen, and... Personally, I would say that given the potentially fragile nature of the infrastructure, having that rectified might not be a bad idea. So I could see if the Magus would see fit to uh, license a bit of a chapel expansion, shall we say. 
Maybe. I could at least ask. I could assist with the asking as well. Remy's going to try to catch Blair's eye and just do a very subtle... I still, I, I need to contact someone or get, get an audience with someone when we get up there. All right. Oh, yes, I've hired your services. You are still free agents. So what you have priorities on, you have priorities on. I honestly wasn't sure. Fair enough. You didn't hire me. No, you just sort of tagged along. Uh-huh. I I work for Points at Blair. What now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, you know, like our arrangement where I help you and you point me where there's going to be good fights like that one. She just looks at Remy. Yes, to, uh, she to, works to... for you, therefore she's in our faction. Oh. <laughs> little fucking group. I don't so say to, to, to sort to sort of iterate on what you're driving around so, in. By the way, uh, it's I, I'm put I put it I put an image in in the Wednesday crew chat. It's basically that, but slightly wider. There's a passenger seat instead of just one seat in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's essentially that. Excellent. That is a buggy. Yes. Yep. Yep. By the way, by the by, in case anybody was curious, um, during my fun little slide down, however many levels was, how many levels was it? How many, how uh, many floors did I? Fall you don't know. You no, no, know that's you... asking out in character. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Did I, did I count as I was? All of them. We would know because we came down. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, um, Tina, you tried to count as you mm -hmm. as you're going down the elevator, uh, as you're jumping down as you were jumping down the slide. Mm -hmm. One, two, three, three four, eh, four eh, lots, oh. lots. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, lots, lots more, more lots, lots. extra lots, big lots, lot of lots. Lot. big lots. Big lots. Um, it's it is the, because of the because of the nature of imperial construction, it's very difficult to even count how many floors even someone who is paying attention on the elevator yep. ride, because floor becomes is, a rough distinction at a certain point. Right. Do they even have numbers on imperial I feel like, elevators? I feel like Aristarchus has a rough idea of the um, of the number of meters we went down. <laughs> Yeah, because Aristarchus can probably can probably say that the fall was several hundred meters. Great. Mm -hmm. So, yep, three four hundred meters. Anyways, after I did that 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 fun little amusement ride, uh, I landed. Obviously, and our 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 um uh uh uh. Vandalizing, attempting to start a war, fuckers, were down there. 
Hmm. As in they did it. I had my suspicions, but that has confirmed oh. it. Did you learn anything new? Um, I mean, I'll be honest. I wasn't paying too much attention at the time. Uh, I, I, I wasn't. I was paying attention at the time when you were looking through the video, but I'm on a lot of painkiller right now, and the amount of me that's not on painkiller is really distracted by, you know pain so my memory's a little foggy at the moment but um i mean the dude don't worry remy we'll get you all stitched up once we get back to the medicus hmm? and you would think that would make me feel better and yet anyways uh, uh, the, the... Oh, it makes everybody feel better eventually. Sure. The one guy was in, was clearly in charge. Um, I'm trying to remember what I might remember from that. Uh, you remember the guy's name is Tycho and the woman's yeah. name is Jenea. But we already knew that. You didn't know the woman's name before. No. And no, I'm not sharing it yet. Yes. Um, yes, Tycho seems to be traitor guardsman. Not quite sure the regiment yet, but actually, no. Wait, did I identify the regiment? Or no? No, it, it's yeah. heavily modified. Yeah, not quite sure the regiment yet. We were on our way to see if we could locate a guards, but any sort of imperial guard records on planet when everything started to shake. I'm gonna say going to be your place to start. So, had the suspicion that they were behind it. Not sure why yet. Though, other than, other than sparking unrest in order to increase their membership drive. Oh, this has to be bigger than just a membership drive. Mm -hmm. Well. They but... tried to start conflict. They, they, they did what they did what we saw above ground. And then they did this. Those are two unrelated things. Oh, no. You that see, have a purpose behind them. The more chaos, the more chaos, the more strife, violence, distrust that they sow, the more people that they draw into their particular cult, the more power they have to corrupt and take control. Yeah, but they're doing that anyways. This is this isn't the cost to benefit ratio is not high enough for this. This is putting them on your radar. Even if you weren't here, this would be putting them on your radar. Your people's radar. Um and it's not gonna draw that many more followers than what they would be doing slowly under the radar without anybody being fucking aware. Maybe they've got a timetable. Hmm. Laura's going to point out that there was something about a trap last time, but Tina wasn't at that conversation to hear it. There's some, like, bait. Yeah, Ty Tycho and, mentioned like, something like there was a trap. Yeah. Somebody, somebody fell into a trap. Mm-hmm. 
Pico mentioned that the graffiti that they were doing was some form of bait yes. to someone. Yeah. I just want to make sure that was no. That's true. That remembered. that is true. And if I had seen, because I believe I'd seen, because I'd seen the recording. Yeah, you saw that. You saw that. Oh, was that mentioned time. on the recording? Yeah, that was on the recording. Oh, okay, okay, got it. So yeah, but it was they... talked about after the two of us peeled yeah. off. That's not chaos. That's a plan. They're doing something specifically. Yes, they're trying to bait somebody or something. I'm not sure who yet. Some to shake things up like this, probably something big. Big fish. Like this is kind of out of character-ish. What else got damaged? Honestly, as far as what Aristarchus was mentioning on our way down, it didn't seem like much in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme specifically, we're still talking like several dozen levels of underhive and probably tens of thousands of lives. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is a pittance compared to the rest yeah, of when, the in fact, hive. On, when, when <laughs> there are when, in perspective. Yeah, 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 when there are when there are several billion in the hive by itself, mm-hmm. then yeah, but Yeah. This is uh, there's something going on. Something concentrated. And something something bigger, something we aren't seeing yet. Well hopefully something we, can, we should be worried about. If we can identify if we can identify where Tycho where where this Tycho uh uh where this Tycho deserted from, we might have a better idea as to what his goal is. I mean it's we just need to learn more about Taiko. We learn about Taiko. We learn about w- what his motivations are for leaving, and then we that will help us figure out what he's what his goals are. Precisely. Also, we need to see if we can identify or learn anything more specific about the psycho that's working with him. Absolutely. But that requires us going higher where the records actually are. So, while understandably, Blair, if you don't wish, if you do, if you wish no assistance in the matter, while you're working on relocating your girls, you'll head to the Medicaid Primaris and see what we can find in records. All right. While patching Remy up, go with. Um. I'm. I will heal. Are you seriously going to duct tape I... that and walk it off? I say, pointing to your broken arm. <laughs> yes. Aristarchus knows what he's doing. As your supervising physician, I would... That's everything. I promise more time. It's going to be a lot easier, a lot quicker, and get you back on your feet. The more time... I spend in your people's circles, the less good it's going to go for me. You've done a good job so far. You did the basics. I can just, I can heal up from here. I don't work well within law and order structures. Let's just put it that way. Neither do I. 
you're part of one. Don't try to say you're not. She just has a she just has like this this half smile that doesn't reach her eyes. That it's the kind of smile of someone that knows something you don't and is basically not without vocalizing it, telling you you're full of shit has. It's that smile. You know I smile. Blair, do you want me to come with? You know, that that is a wonderful offer, but I think that they're going to need some assistance. And you're more likely to get into a fight with them. That is true. Okay. <laughs> William, do I have any idea if they would let an orc through the doors of the <laughs> Medici Primaris? <laughs> yeah, that's my question. <laughs> Not lightly? <laughs> like, theoretically, with inquisitorial... With, with inquisitorial <laughs> remit, maybe, but no, no, no. you don't you don't exactly have an inquisitor on hand. You have an inquisitor's agent, right? Like an inquisitor could absolutely be like, "This orc is with me. You are going to ignore it, and I'm going to do my job." An inquisitorial agent might get some pushback right. on that. Yeah. It's bad. It occurs to me that it might be helpful. It might be helpful if uh, Tina here, I mean, I assume the entire gang isn't going to be accompanying you to your audience, but it might do the girls a bit of a solid to have some extra muscle on end while you're otherwise occupied. Uh, you know, I, I think they're just fine. I think you guys need the extra muscle. We don't. And also Tino's presence. Well, well we're going to be at the Medici Primaris, which uh, yes. might be a bit exacerbate inflammatory, <laughs> incendiary, one might say. I've got a flamethrower. Also, if Remy is... Doubly incendiary. If Remy is not... If Remy is uh, refusing medical the care... The defense rests, Miss Blair. <laughs> If Remy is if Remy is getting medical care, we don't actually need the buggy to continue on. We'll be faster on foot. Because elevators. I oh. lean in. We're not winning this fight. Blair just shoots Aristarchus a, a death glare again. Alright. Then Tina can come with us. Okay. Oblivious. Happy to she, be here. She will lean into Aristarchus and whisper, I'll remember this for later. <laughs> oh, I know your memory's quite well intact. I've never had to, I don't but think I've ever treated you for any cranial traumas, oh. unless I'm misremembering, which I never do. So... Once we're back above broken areas, Laurel, Aristarchus, and myself will continue on to the Medicaid Primaris. The rest of you will go deal with the hostile hearts housing situation. Great. Sounds like a plan. And if the Magus does grant us writ for uh, a new chapel, I'm certain you'll all be welcome 
to rest your heads there. Hmm? Should the need arise at any given point. <laughs> Right. We're going to talk later, Aristarchus. I look forward to it, Miss Blair. You've always been a delightful conversationalist. So. The, uh... The elevator eventually deposits you, uh... In the upper levels of the Undercity. Uh, you're still not anywhere near the mid-hive or the upper hive, but it's about as high as its elevator can go. Um, and it puts you closer to those regions than you were previously. Um, as opposed to being literally on the ground floor of the city, uh, you are now probably uh, about... Yay high, slightly above the, the previous location of the Hostile Hearts hideout. So this is where we'll part ways. We have communications on both sides, so keep us in, keep in contact with each other should the need arise. We'll let you know when we're heading back down. All right. Good luck. You as well. She'll look at Aristarchus. Stay alive and don't make stupid choices. Absolutely. Mm. I will do my best to make sure he stays that way. Thank you. Let us know if you need any assistance, Bra uh, uh, Blair. I will. You're a great shot, by the way. Thank you. Garrison at some point in all of this has disappeared for a bit, by the way. Makes sense. Hmm. I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's comforting. Well, let's go. We split up. So, one group is heading up to the Medicaid Primaris, another is heading to uh heading towards where exactly Blair where where are you and uh, and Tina headed first she well okay and That's Layla who I'm assuming someone is carrying um, I yeah I will yeah yeah she was giving my Tina um okay first she wants to go to the former hostile hearts to see if any of her girls are still there or in that area because she needs to try to round most of them up. And then she's going to try to get into contact with the Wastelanders, you said? Yeah. So, as the, uh, the two, the, the, the group of the, uh, as, is, as our group of protagonists splits into two different directions uh with one group journeying up into the higher echelons of imperial society to rejoin the greater organizational structure of the imperium to attempt to pull it to their ends and gather information 
and another remains in the underbelly of the Hive City, away from the laws of the Imperium, to seek out allies and potentially new arrangements for the Hostile Hearts. That's where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.